Hello and welcome back to the Keylock Podcast. I'm John Major. With me, as always, is Aaron Keylock and Johnny Hodson. Happy New Year, lads. How are we all doing? Uh, well, yeah, um, I've been in work today, even though not today. You'll be I'm, at work. I'll You'll be have at work. been at work. Yeah, so when, when people are watching this, I'll probably be sat grumpy somewhere. Um, yeah. Aww. Uh, yeah, they've decided. I don't know why, but they've decided that New Year's Eve and New Year's Day is prime time fucking museum going. Oh, I'll, uh, it's our tradition. We always go to a museum on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Do two, you know, maybe the same one if it's good enough, you know. Yeah, yeah. I wonder where it's going to stop and start. Are they just going to have like a sleepover? Spend your, bring your New Year in in the museum. Yeah. To be fair, that's not a bad idea. I quite like the idea of having like. Johnny a in, a, in a museum. I know, yeah. I, I reckon someone will watch this and be like, that is genius. Get, yeah. get that man sacked. Because, I mean, I've seen um, weddings done at museums and stuff. Obviously, it's like, it has to be a bit more picturesque, maybe not like the Modern Slavery Museum. That would be a bit of a, um, a downer. But, um, you know what, though? People do, people do get married at the, uh, at the museum I work at. Cause the, really? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, the fourth floor's got windows on both sides. They're all warehouse buildings, dock warehouse buildings. So they, they boast pretty good views of the river and the, the docklands and stuff. So hmm. it's it's not what I'd do, but I get, you know, why museum? Um, cheap, just cheap bastards. Johnny, man. you might get it at a good rate if you work there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd, I'd rather have a bramble enema, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I suppose, like, I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. It's just not the way the place works. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some... Well, I mean, I've seen one where it was like a really picturesque museum, like really old-looking, like big, you know, massive whale bones behind them. And that looks really nice. But, like, unless it looks nice, it looks garbage, doesn't it, sir? Yeah. It's it's a flip of the coin. It's, it, it's one of those things where it's either amazing or shit. <laughs> yeah, hard. yeah. Where do you stop, like? Marriage in Argos. <laughs> I wanted to actually get married at the um, <clears throat> at, at the the Burns House Abbey in Whitby. I, I just love the idea of like the church kind of being there, but also the idea of that it's like a destroyed church, and I'm not a religious person. And, you know, like just a yeah, bit of a yeah. to the establishment. Plus, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when we when we asked about it, they, they were like, "Oh yeah, you can do that." Um, but you can only have the place for like an hour and uh, it's still open to the public. I was like, that's what? not really, that's not what we wanted, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah. Like, the thing is, like, it's it's Whitby's tourist attraction, isn't it? So it's like, you yeah, can't really yeah. shut that off for a full day. You know what, though? I reckon if I was absolutely brewsted, if I walked in and just went, it's 10 grand to be like, yeah, we'll shut it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to do so that? What you need to do is accidentally organise it when it's um, the goth weekend. <laughs> so you all, all your wedding footballs just have a lot of these massive goths in like steampunk yeah, outfits yeah. and all sorts just knocking about behind you that'd be funny as uh, it'd look cool as shit as well then um, oh yeah but as as we all know uh you know i i get you know my my say in this is very little my part in the whole wedding thing has been done i've asked yeah, yeah. the rest of it is for me to to you know just say yes yes i'd love that that sounds great i think um, you meant to say i do not yes <laughs> but I do, do I? 
Do I? <laughs> That'd be that a, such a great way of changing it up, man. Yeah, do I, brother? Do I? Um, <laughs> um, although me, me dad said to me that when they got married, my mum and dad, um, he he didn't say lawfully wedded. He said awfully leaded. <laughs> my mum is his awfully leaded wife, which I think is very funny. Yeah. You've got to do that. We had flared suits because it was the seventies and platform bros. <laughs> Definitely gonna be doing that. At my uh, my parents' wedding uh, during the speeches, my uh, my grandpa uh, did the speech, and um, he started by going, "I'd like to thank my dear wife." And somebody piped up from the back going, "Ah, oh, she is quite expensive, isn't she?" And he immediately <laughs> got really flustered and started like shuffling through his cards, and then completely lost where he was in the speech. <laughs> Uh, that's a brilliant yeah, story I, I'm kind of like that that's the thing I'm kind of dreading a little bit is people speaking about me <laughs> yeah yeah always it, especially like best man speeches are meant to be like quite ripping aren't they of the yeah, of the groom here, mate. come on <laughs> just keep it keep tone it down um, that's why you need somebody that's like a friend but not somebody that you spend too much time with you know <laughs> not Tom Carter yeah <laughs> Basically, none of us, because we all know too much about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, someone I can pay off. Don't yeah. Say yeah. So somebody. Well, I mean, you can have anybody, just as long as you kind of check the speech beforehand and go, nah, yeah, yeah. nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. So far, I've got. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was everyone's Christmas time, boys. It was good. It was. I mean, it was good as it could be, you know, given the circumstances. Um, but no, it was all right. I think it, it felt sort of more special because of it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was nice. You know I, I feel like, um, and I don't know if it's because I've moved out and stuff, which is weird. But I, I find Christmas Eve almost as exciting as Christmas Day. Yeah, I like New Year's. Mm. I, I don't know if Christmas Eve's just like a. I mean, yes, I've got like a couple of traditions that it's like it's like all of those fucking picky bits that you get from Tesco, you know, like the uh, like get all of them, yeah. eat some of them, spend the rest of the week trying to shoe on them into meals. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, and like you know, love actually, you know, like, <laughs> oh, and or death. I actually text Barry Campbell um, on on um, Christmas Eve. And uh, to say, are you familiar with the popular Christmas time motion picture Love Actually, with Bill Nye as a washed-out rock star? Because um, that's definitely our future. Like I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna shun a, a, a Elton John party. <laughs> he said he's never seen it, which is devastating. But there you go. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, it surprised me more if it was the opposite. But yeah, <laughs> it's my favourite film. Like- I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like like a chick flick kind of film and a Christmas film. Yeah. You know, I mean... I bet James would like it. James, James, <laughs> uh, yeah. He watches it twice a day. Yeah. I love that film. <laughs> <laughs> that would be his, like, chosen subject on Mastermind. <laughs> Bill Knight. Christ. Yeah, um, but I mean, how, how was your birthday, Aaron? Because obviously we had birthdays yeah. within a close proximity to Christmas. How was your birthday? Um, it was all right. It's the most boring day. I think I'd just gone into tier four. Ooh, Christ. 
maybe the day before. Yeah. Didn't I send you that on your birthday? Like, happy birthday, enjoy yes, too. It was on my birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. Oh, no, it was the day after. I went to the pub that night, actually. I went for a meal. It was the last one. What right. did you have? Describe it to me in detail. Huh? What did you have? Oh, I had this mental burger, Johnny. You'd have loved it. So it was like... Knew it was a burger. Yeah, but it was about this fucking big, and it had loads of weird shit in it. Even had nachos and um, cauliflower cheese in it. And... Uh, Chili. Yes. Um, it was mental. It was all right. It was good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. How about Sounds yours, like... Joe? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I uh, played some. Have you ever heard of Jackbox? Um, it's they they make like games, but they're meant to be kind of played online. Um, so you have it like on a on your computer, and then you play on your phone. Um, yeah. so I played with one of my best mates, Tom, who's back in the UK. He usually lives out in Germany. Um, so he's at home, so we played with his family over Zoom, um, which was really fun. Nice. Just got to play play board games with my family for a couple of days, which is lovely for me. I mean, I'm a, I, we're properly into board games um, as a family. It's like any kind of birthday, Christmas gift. It's like, right, what, what board game are we getting this time? So, um, nice. Yeah, it's nice it's to spend a few days awful. doing what I like. You are? It's like, it's truly wholesome, a board game, isn't it? Like, um, yeah. Uh, in work, we we we're sent in kind of um, to to man the building. We don't need to be there. Um, mm. Like there's nothing really to do. Um, and in downtimes, we have like a day long game of like Scrabble, where it's just nice. like everyone kind of coming in, which is great, man. Because I mean, I, I'm I'm quite impressively dyslexic, so I'm shocking at Scrabble. <laughs> um, so now, yeah, can you settle an argument? I played it with my boss when we when we first went in, right? I reckon it doesn't matter what letters you have, you can pick letters, right? So I took a handful out of the bag. I went, oh, there's three L's there. I'll swap that, and I picked out the letters I wanted, right? He says that's cheating. Yeah, you, yeah. You you've but got to you've make got the best out of the. Yeah, you've just got to make the best word out of the ones that you pick, isn't it? I mean, I'm not. I, mean, I still lost tra- tragically anyway, but <laughs> surely you could just. Just kind of pick out solid time and just like absolutely ace the board. Aye. I got like bus and cat while he was getting like xylophone and. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little yeah. two jobbies that, that do it, isn't it? Like like chi, you know, QI, chi. Mm. Yeah, I'm not very good though. Stack your score up, apparently. Like mm. one of the lads in work is like a professional friggin' scabble player. Like he knows it inside <laughs> out. He, Battered me every time, and I was like, "How are you?" Like it's like, "All right, so the scores are Johnny. You are on one, two, two. <laughs> and, uh, I am on eighty-seven thousand. Yeah, I honestly, yeah. I, my boss was a uh, ex-professional. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a professional Scrabble player. It's sad, isn't it? And then he tells me he's learned every two words of the fucking dictionary. Yeah, and English is his third language. Beating us at Scrabble. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> our language better than like a right tip, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at least, well, I don't know. Have you seen uh, Queen's Gambit on Netflix? That's been uh, one that we've watched. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely great, isn't it? But um, it's just mental to think that people play chess professionally. Like, at least my uncle used to play chess for Liverpool. Right, as if and, like, against like. 
Manchester or New like for the city. No, it doesn't strike me as a, like a heavily Liverpool game. I can't imagine many. Listen, South is a uh, two steps ahead of whoever the authority is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be more of a fucking Liverpoolan game, my friend. Hi, <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it's um, a man. The Queen's Gambit. Like I, I kind yeah. of stumbled across it. Like I, you know, when you've kind of you, you've you've done a new album and you've you've done the playlist and you kind of go, you know what? I just need a little audio cleanse just to kind of just I'll have a moment away from music and I was kind of flicking through Netflix because the only television streaming service I know to use like flicking through Netflix and I was like because I'll just go and pot around the house I'll tidy the spare room and I'll, I'll just have it on in the background and I kept kind of finding myself like being stood just going and in the end I just kind of like succumb to it and just like I'm just going to watch the series fuck it yeah I'm just, it's just brilliant isn't it man I, it is yeah have you seen it Aaron I haven't, no. I'm guessing Definitely it's about chess. It is about chess, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, just a really good sort of, I think it's about nine plus episodes, I think. So okay. it's quite quite long for a Netflix series. Usually the you know five episodes are done, but um, mm. no, it's a really good good drama. Um, Give it a go tonight. Chess. I've got plenty of time. <laughs> exactly, yeah, we've all got a... <laughs> that's the thing, is like... Now we're getting past Christmas, and the chance of like another lockdown is no, relatively it's high. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so, saying that, if if Liverpool goes into tier three, I won't have been in work today because the tier five, three, Johnny. Well, you see, they won't. They won't. My kind of guess is that they won't because they rolled out the kind of mass test in here where like they set mm. it all up, the arena. I and thought it was like a whole country thing. I didn't. Okay, that's right. Then. Yeah, it'll probably be regional again. Like I love, I love as well. Like our fucking um, uh, what, what's the uh, spinal tap? The uh, the uh, tier seven, tier eight. Just make the tier. <laughs> no, 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 guys. Yeah. That's eleven. No, like you know, when is it gonna be tier eleven? And the memes are just gonna flood Twitter uh, and yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Don't even look at it. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll lock Liverpool down as heavily as other places because they want to kind of prove that the mass testing works. It's got, when really it's not got anything to do with the testing. Liverpool, like Jess works in on Matthew Street where um, like the cabin is and stuff. Hmm. Uh, so she's working at a place called Sergeant Peppers at the moment, and she oh, was saying, right. um, everywhere, everyone that's been in, as they, they've all come from different tiers. Yeah. Like that, it's it's full of people from up your way, Joe. Full of people from Manchester, like the yeah. Skin Aid Brigade. You know, like the extras from Love Island and stuff. The guys that never yeah. got on, um, with like ridiculously garish pastel-coloured trainers. Like, <laughs> it, it, like it's just the city is full of it. Like I went to um, Liverpool once to get a test on Christmas Eve, just because I was seeing my nan the next day, and already she's had a vaccine and stuff. But you know, and you just think I want a belt and braces this because. You know, I, I, if it came back that I, I was positive or carrying it, then I definitely wouldn't have been going round. But it wasn't anyway. So I went round, and I was stood in Liverpool one Christmas Eve, and ev- I, I don't think I heard a Scouse accent. It was, it was like being at a Liverpool game. Yeah. And yeah. uh, there was a few Scouse accents. Um, it was odd, you know. And I was like, "What are you all doing? Like, what are you? Are you mad? Like, is is capitalism that that? Does it mean that much to you that you've got to spend all your money to impress people at Christmas to?" kill each other like what <laughs> yeah yeah who's shopping christmas eve 
Loads of Manx. <laughs> not very good time, is it? Me and Anna went f- to, to get two presents, well, uh, three or four presents on Christmas Eve, just because we'd totally forgotten to any other day. But, wow, I mean, I was it, it, wasn't, it wasn't, October, wasn't massively heathen on Christmas Eve. We went to, like, uh, Teesside Park, which is, like, the kind of our relatively big sort of shopping centre. It's, like, a big, big car park in the middle and all the shops around the outside. Oh, um, right. traditional one. Yeah. Um, but no, it wasn't, wasn't heaving. We managed to get in and out relatively. Liverpool, man. <laughs> ah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So I don't, think they will, I don't think they'll shut Liverpool down purely because, the, because of the testing. I think they'll want to kind of go, no, that, that works and that, that's fine. So, yeah, yeah. We'll soon see, eh? But I don't know. You've yeah. jinxed it now. Hi. <laughs> anyway, boys, it's... Uh, Time to head into a bit of Alpen Club. So, Album Club is um, where we, we do book club, but it's not book club because it's Album Club. We do albums into the books. That's how it works. Um, how many times have you said that now, do you reckon? <laughs> well, uh, you get a soundbite, man. What's it called? A sting? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, lift music behind it. Doom, 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 album Club. We we already have like a, a little intro for the segment, so I should probably just right. pin that onto it as well. Yeah. Um so I don't have to do it, but yeah. Um so last week, um it was Johnny's turn to choose. He had to pick a link between um the faces not as good as a wink to a blind horse. Was it that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. Um and Johnny picked um Who's Next by the Who because it was the same producer released in the same year, wasn't it? So Yeah. Um, we'll get straight into it. Um, is this um, everyone's first time listening in full? I'd imagine not for, for you two. It was my first. There's been like a couple of tracks that I've uh, never really listened to on Who's Next, but I'd heard most of it, you know, but um, for, first time kind of pressing play and listening to the entire thing. Think, you know? yeah, one of those, such as like a seminal album that you'll have heard all the tracks, just not in order. Oh, absolutely, after- yeah. Um, I mean, maybe past some of the more obscure ones like My Wife and um, The Song Is Over and I'm in tune and stuff like that yeah yeah oh, they're one of those bands that like uh, it's almost kind of like Zeppelin for me I love them and I appreciate them and I like, genuinely love the band but I never really do you know what I mean it's never one of the ones you go straight to and go play on who's next yeah you, know? you never really get past the singles like yeah I never really go to them on Spotify you know what I mean it's always like a happy thing if it comes on but um yeah, I'm the same. Then it, I spent like my childhood. They were one of my favorite bands. You know what I mean? So like, I guess yeah. I I go through quite intense periods of the Who where for like three days, that's it. The, you know, yeah. like Roger Daltrey's God, and then I just kind of move away from it. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like go, you know, move left or right. But it, to I me, I have to say, re-listening, I forgot how fucking underrated he is as a singer. What it, a fucking singer! Rain. Yeah. The days, man. Honey and gravel. Um, great voice, man. Such yeah. a great singer. Absolutely, yeah. Great singer. Um, Just such a fan, man. With such a which, with such an odd dynamic for for bands, especially bands at that time that were, um, like if you again if you kind of look at the faces, we're following more of a formula. I think some of the genius in the Who is the arrangements of the songs. Yeah. Like, um, Barbara Riley, man, as a, as an opener, is probably one of the strongest opening tracks on any album ever. Yeah. Absolutely, um, yeah. And it, it's got no kind of like discernible chorus. It's got this mad kind of long, like 
intro. Violin jam section at the end as well. A violin jam section with with all kinds going on. Um, it's just it's mental, isn't it? It's. Um, yeah. I think that um, when Townsend comes in and that down, 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 they're possibly the most three glorious chords ever played in rock and roll. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. bombastic and so you know when we're in the rehearsal room and I go let's make this fucking bombastic please. let's make yeah. this ridiculous outrageous that's it in it the, those three <laughs> chords are those most like bombastic outrageous chords in the in yeah. history of just something else so we'll go for any kind of general likes and dislikes about the album I would say for me a dislike is <laughs> Because it was sort of intended originally as a, a concept album, like a rock opera, similar to Tommy and Quadrophenia, they probably could have done with cutting a minute off a few different tracks. Mm. It's, it, there are some long-ass songs on there for it being just a normal album. Like if it, I feel like it, if it was that concept, concept album, rock opera, they would get away with a lot more of it, but because it's not, they probably should have shaved a little bit off. But I mean, by that point, it was probably already recorded, wasn't it? So... Um, yeah, difficult cool. to do because it's going to be Lifehouse, um, right. and then it, it didn't. It, and then, but like apparently, the it was in that similar vein to, to Tommy and Quadrophenia. A lot of the songs just didn't make the cut, and they just ended up on different. Yeah. Later, no, I, I can't tell whether because you got like the three obviously hits on there, right? Now I can't tell if the other song. It's like those are so well known. The other songs sound separate. Or if they're recorded different, or if they're just completely different tracks, but there seems to be such a massive gap. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah, I read, that, yeah. I read that was it won't get pulled again was recorded in the Rolling Stones mobile unit, and then yeah. the others went to Olympic. Olympic, but, yeah. So I don't really know because it just seems to be a bit of a gap. But I don't know if that was studio or writing or I don't know, but, but maybe just written in different sessions. I guess that. Mm. Yeah, because the the. For me, there's four. Like I, I'd include bargain as yeah, well. Bargain sounds one of them, yeah. Like as the like the the for that kind of begin and end the record, and mm-hmm. the stuff it doesn't sound the same, does it? And they but they all sound very they almost sound like a separate album on their own. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. So yeah, still um, bargain man. Like the just the that lyric man, I'd gladly lose me to find you. Every time I hear Bargain, I think, you motherfucker, Townsend, why didn't I think of that? You know, no. I'd gladly lose me to find you, gladly give up all I have. Oh, See, every for- time I just go, oh, you know, you get shivers and just go, like, okay, that's perfect. Like, that's spot on. For me, uh, Bargain would be a strong contender for a single if it wasn't quite as long. Mm. Um, but then again, I suppose, one get told again is like eight minutes long, isn't it? So, um, let me just get it up for the times. I, I always think the funny thing about Won't Get Fooled Again, I, I've quite confidently told people in the past that Won't Get Fooled Again is the, the best rock and roll song ever written. Um, and I kind of, the reason I say that, and I, do, I think I believe it, is it's just got all of those key ingredients that you need for a great rock and roll song. It's got, it's light and shade. It's got this moment, these moments of real tenderness in it. It's got like, that kind of real pro that's as prog as yes. You know what I mean? That's oh, that, yeah. that thing is is as prog as, as like yes and deep purple in those phases. Um and it's just it's got like one of the most iconic 
um, drum fills ever. And it, you know? That must have sent like garage drummers at the time mental trying to work Aye. out what the Mooney was doing there. Yeah. It's got a solo. It's got an like, absolute howl of a vocal. Like, yeah! Um, it's passionate. And oh, it's just such a great song. Man. And the, the bass line and the chorus, man, doo, 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 just that mm. run. It's just, you can almost taste it, man. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, what's everyone's favourite track from the album? I, I think I'd have to go one and then it's um, but I, I think there's there's strong consent that if it wasn't won't get fooled I'd struggle to I'd struggle to pick um, it'd be Bargain or it'd be Barbara Riley or it'd be Behind Blue Eyes which has got some yeah. wonderful harmony vocals in it yeah is there um, I remember having a big argument with someone ages ago about someone because Limp Biscuit covered it, and they were like, "That's better." I was like, "You fucking fool!" It's like when, when Scissor Sisters covered "Comfortably Numb." It's like, "No, it's not, really? not better." Don't. Oh yeah. Qualified. Stop it. Aye. <laughs> right. um, I'll get fooled. I would agree. Yeah. With him. I think that's like the one, and then the other three is the backups. Absolutely, yeah. I think, yeah, that's the same. It's it's like, you know, arguing won't get fooled again. Barbara Riley behind blue eyes. That's. The big yeah. four, because it'd be like saying if we did Queen's Night at the Opera, what's the best song on that? Well, obviously Bohemian Rhapsody, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I don't think, but like that's probably the most. Yeah. It's the one that kind of takes your breath away the most. Yeah. And what's everyone's least favorite track? Now, I, I think if I was gonna, it, it probably. Probably be. Um, getting into- I have a thing with those three in the middle where it's not like there's a bad track or I'm listening to it and go, this is horrible, but they don't. Like if someone asked me at the end of it, what's that called? Or, you know, what did you think of this yeah. song? I'll go, I don't yeah. know. I get, yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's more of the difference like- between the song being really memorable and being a, a little bit forgettable, isn't it? Like, and it just it's doesn't not, it's not bad, really it's like, you don't go, fuck me, what's that song called? And you look at it or whatever. You know what I mean? You just go, this is all right. And then. Yeah. I think that the problem with them as well is that they're standing up to, again, in my opinion, some of the greatest rock and roll songs ever. But then it's the thing as well, if they're a member of rock opera, then it's a part of the story rather than necessarily like writing a hit song or, you know what I mean, or something that's really meaningful. It's more like part of the story, which is a bridge. If you listen to Tommy, a lot of the songs are in there. It just bridges to the next bit. I thought um, lyrically getting in tune was... Yeah, I didn't... A bit, you know, how oh, how we. I like, like the song about the lyrics. I thought that when I listened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just not not Every a fan of purposefully, uh, y- y- you know. And, and this doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those kind of lyrics. Yeah. The melody and the chorus rescues that song for me. Right, yeah. It's a really nice song if you just change the lyrics. It'd be one of a really good song if you change the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like you, Joe. Every time I hear that, I go, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing more that needs to be said." Well, fucking stop saying it, then. It's like, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I get that when um, you know, when the fucking what the the worst band ever to ever walk the earth, the Smiths. When <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to wear. Fucking don't go out then. Stay yeah. at home. You know, yeah. Put the washing on. Yeah, yeah. Start knitting. Aye. I've never listened to the Smiths. Don't. 
Is that yes, that we, band with a singer that you hate? We showed you um, that song uh, in a hotel in London last time we were down there, I think, because you were like, I've never listened to them. So we were like, here you go. And you, you didn't like them. So there's no point really like listening to them. What is it? Cause... They're like that uh, it's really a... annoying, angry indie rock from the 2000s. No, it's it, um, 80s, isn't it? 80s, it 80s? 80s. It's the 80s, and Morrissey... Well, it's, it's like romantic, isn't it? Like, Morrissey. what's the new, new romantics? New yeah. romantic, okay. Morrissey is by far and away the worst singer to ever get a record deal, ever. Oh, yeah, both for, for personality oh, and vocals. He honks, he's like, it's like the sound of, like, if you trod on a duck. Like, it's... it's uh, I hate him, man. Like, I, I do, yeah, I know like, people who love him and hate him, but I don't, I, I don't really know... I can't really have an opinion on him, really. You know what it is? I really dislike about it. Like when if pe- if you say to someone in the street, "Who's your favorite band?" They go One Direction. You go, "Well, you don't count, do you?" You know what I mean? Like, your your opinion's null and void because that's not really music. Like, yeah. but when people go, "Oh man, you know I love the Beatles and the Stones," and you go, "Okay, there's a good foundation here," and you know who I love the Smiths. Fuck off! Like, no, you don't. Like, how can you? You're ruined it. Because, like, <laughs> like, I'm not against the music that's behind it like it's quite poppy it's got a bounce to it but then he's over the top of it and it's like well no there you go it's done um yeah um the knobhead man like he's just a great old prick yeah i am um, <laughs> we'll get back to the who because uh that cunt's life man Right. Uh, my, my uncle that was the best player playing at well, my uncle used to be pit security in the Royal Court in Liverpool. Right, okay. This guy jumped on stage with a knife to kill Morrissey. And my daft uncle, who should have been playing more chess, saying yeah. I don't want him dead. I don't want people to think I want him dead. I just don't want him Nobody dead. deserves to die, John. I know, you yeah, don't want anyone to die. Dangerous no, precedent I, to just set. Stop that. fucking singing. Yeah, that maybe that was the guy's aim. Stop this! It's dreadful. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he wasn't going to kill him. He's just going to go. Can you wrap that in, please? Like, otherwise, I will stab you. <laughs> just slice the lead on the mic. Aye. Um, would we make any changes to the singles on Who's Next? No. Getting back, getting back on track. No, I mean, yeah, it, Barbara O'Reilly uh, won't get fooled again, and Behind Blue Eyes mix. Was it in that order? Um, it? No, it wasn't. Uh, I think I wrote. I wonder it what the day the first single would be. I, what would I go for? I'd go for Barbara Riley, man. Just, pu- yeah. just pu- but that must have melted rock and roll fans' heads. Like it was, it's just so, like nothing has been done before or since that's like that. You know what I mean? Get forward again's a bit long for a first single, and what was it, Joe? Uh, eight, eight, eight and a half minutes. That's uh. Um. So it was. <laughs> It was Won't Get Filled Again, was the first single. Bold. Pretty much like what you did, isn't it? Like, you know, let's get this out the way. It's going to be a long one, like... (laughs) Ah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so um, Won't Get Filled Again was 25th of June, 1971. Barbara O'Reilly was next on 23rd of October, 1971. And then Behind Blue Eyes was 6th of November, 1971. It's quite a big span in between singles there. Yeah, yeah. Nearly as big as our span. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so I mean it was released on the 14th of August hang on how does that work it says it was recorded in April of June April and June of 
how are they releasing Won't Get Fooled again in June? <laughs> like straight that's, out. That's that's some uh, daft work that's been put into that to get that ready in time. Yeah, yeah. That that just a lot doesn't. Of fans happen. did that back then though. Like, yeah, yeah. I read like um. Is it mastered? Yeah, get it fucking out then. Like, yeah. I remember reading like the Stones when they did uh, Brown Sugar. It was on a US tour, and they went from each studio in each town. They had a day off, or they went in overnight after the gig and recorded. And they just took the tapes with them, and they added to it in a different studio after every gig, and then they put it straight out. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, that's mental. Was, um, the producer that did, uh, I think, Hotel California. I think they had to sit on that for like a year before it was. Right. And like yeah. somebody, the producer, did did you know like that entire year? And he was like, it was fucking hotel. Of course I knew. You know what I mean? Like we had to sit on it for an entire year. Like, yeah. Because they were going to refuse to release it until unless they cut it. And they were like, nope, we're going to leave as it is. But Makes some sense. Ones, just like the same with them. Um, They'd have been fine. I think it was Tom Petty with Damn the Torpedoes. Like they were going to, they were in the middle of a lawsuit with MCA Records. And they were threatening to not release the record. So Tom Petty said to the producer, take it, hide it, don't let the record label know where the tapes are, and we'll take it. So he went out on a YMCA tour, uh, <laughs> just uh, managed to put the record out. It's like mental, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's um, funny, isn't it? I mean, that, that just wouldn't be done now. Like, that's just... It's just, just hide not the tapes in your garage and don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> put it on a hard drive and then get ten of the same hard drive and just keep them all together so that nobody <laughs> knows which one it is. Yeah. Um, one of those security we... blue box things, you know, like that they have in there, like you know, the the, the money bands where they just press the thing and and just destroy all the money. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, do we like the album art? I think. I do. Yeah, as far as again, it like it's, you know, it's that that band photo on the front, but at least there's there's an artistic vision with that photograph. You can tell there's effort put into it. You know, it's not just I like I think it's the same as a lot of the classic ones. Like it was the same with the free one, same with the faces for me, and also same with the skin of one for me. It was kind of like because it's so iconic, and I guess I grew up on that. It's like to see that, it's just you can't say you don't like it because it's just iconic. Someone shows you the artwork, and you go, great album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean? It's a bit like um, you know, you see that the Beatles Abbey Road picture or whatever. You just go, it's fucking iconic. Yeah, and exactly. Then, but like again, it's it's all about the the work that goes into the photo. It's not yeah. just a photo taken in a studio or that yeah. behind a brick wall. Or... That that's the difference in it. Like it's like like you say with the Abbey Road thing. There's there's such a. I think it almost kind of take you. You almost forget that that was a photo that was taken. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's not just a piece of art. That was a moment in time where that picture was taken and then edited and, and you know, made into it. Like, it's just one of those moments in musical history that is almost untouchable in that kind of sense where you go, well, it can't kind of not be good. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it kind of stands for it. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's incredible. I, I also like the kind of symbolism behind it. You know, like they've done this thing and it's like... Cool. Yeah, apparently, well, I was reading up on it and uh, apparently Pete Townsend was the only one that actually urinated on the, the side of it. <laughs> the rest was done with uh, water that they'd found. Um, but it was uh, it was taken in Easington Colliery, which is just up the road from, from where I am. It's in Durham. So. Nice. Well, there you go. Album cover. 
yeah, we'll, we'll go back. We'll recreate yeah, it. We'll recreate it. And there's me going, we'll do it in Brighton when we're down by Joe, uh, by Tom. <laughs> Aye. No, that's, uh, yeah. Hang on, I remember I've got saying the... that when we went to do the coming home video, we're like, we should do a shot like the uh, who's next shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just couldn't find the big concrete monolith. <laughs> Aye. Well, during the time of the whole bright and you know modern rocker thing, that's where I thought it was. I thought it was some. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, lastly, I think. Yeah. Uh, are we going to buy it, stream it, or forget it ever existed? I mean, at this point, forgetting it ever existed is a but stupid decision and also very unlikely Won't get because again doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I, I, I don't want to hear Barbara O'Reilly ever again, you know. <laughs> um, I'm going to buy feel my like... own copy and stop stealing my dad's. Fair enough, yeah. I feel like um, like Barbara O'Reilly and Won't Get Fooled Again are like those songs that like are overplayed or, you know, they're the most well-known, but they're still good enough to want yeah. to listen to. It's not um, even that. I think, like, it's not like a sweet child of mine, is it? Or like a, I don't know... A free bird. It's like um, if it comes on, you it's you still you still stand up to it, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which it which says a lot. It stands the testament of time and being overplayed. Like um, not being mean to Guns N' Roses or Lenny uh, Skinner there, but if those come on, you do go, oh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, especially <laughs> especially Sweet Child of Mine, because yeah, crazy. It's think... every it's time to go home and it from the pub when that comes on. <laughs> I think as well. I think. For me, for for both of those artists, that they're not their best songs. No, that's the you know annoying I mean? thing. It's same with yeah, Eagles as yeah. Hotel California. It's like they've got yeah. way better songs. Yeah. Why is it always the worst songs that get the best one own? I don't know, but mm. it's like well, like all right now, isn't it? Like there's there's, yeah. there's better three songs than all right now, in my opinion. Yeah. It's the one that's always yeah. played. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so I think we're all planning on buying or, or at least streaming. I, yeah. I feel like I had it. Or oh, I'm not sure if someone lent it to me on vinyl. Right. But I haven't it. I'm going to buy honest, it. I'm, I'm quite surprised that you don't own it. You're like the Resident Who fan, it. aren't you? So. Quickly flick through, but this is like a, this is this must be about 5% of my vinyl. Aye. Uh, well, it'll be, I've probably got it somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Right. Well, it's uh, it's my turn next week to to decide on the album i already know which one i'm going to do um, oh no spent a, a full hour on wikipedia just going through every single tiny detail that i could to try and figure <laughs> out something and um, to kind of end up in roughly the same area but we'll uh we'll get to that next week um i think we should probably get to lemons and peaches so we can have a relatively nice and easy mm. short episode so here's lemons and peaches So Lemons and Peaches is, um, again, you know, how many times have I said this? It's one thing that we didn't like about our week or Can whatever. I skip? <laughs> 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 Top furiously. Um, three things about our week that we did like. Um, we can be as petty as we like. And there's no real depth to anything because we're allowed to be as arsy as we like. So um, I've, I've made, I've got a couple of peaches, I think. I have no idea about lemons, so I'll let, I'll, I'll let somebody else take the floor while I uh, Johnny think about what like I've done with my life. I've got a, uh, I am, I'm going to kind of incorporate one of last season's 
things here. When I'm king. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> oh, here we go. I am going to fucking ban flashing garish Christmas lights. Yeah. Unless, well, yeah. I, I much, I, I, read, I like, like natural light Christmas lights, yeah. like that really nice, Driving warm, warm tone. Fucking annoying. Because, um, first of all, and I'm not like a major traditionalist with stuff, I mean, to an extent, but the idea of Christmas lights apparently traditionally was just to kind of symbolise the stars in the sky that, that mm -hmm. led the, the, you know, the, the, the four wise men, shepherds, kings, mm. and the version of the, the, the good book that you, you want to believe in, um, to, to the stable of Bethlehem, etc. Um, so why in it, I, I can see them now. I'm looking out my window and I can see about six sets. Like I was saying to Jess the other day, I'm going to buy a fucking air rifle and put those windows through <laughs> yeah. because they're horrendous, man. Like they're, they're just like migraine inducing green, yeah. like real stark green and, and red, like strobes. And I'm just like, yeah. you like who, who's that for? Like, isn't we've this got a We've got a lot of people who take a lot of pride in their house decorations here on the outside. Mm. And it's like fucking a Pink Floyd show. And the thing is, because we've got no streetlights for like two miles around us, uh, you drive through and it's just fucking awful. It's the most distracting, awful thing while you're driving ever in the pitch black. It's terrible. Mm. Um, well, I'm going to ban it on that grounds. And on, thanks, on... Johnny. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Okay. Was that a lemon or when I'm king? <laughs> both. Um, peaches, on the other hand, um, I don't know really. I, I, it, Christmas was nice, you know what I mean? Like it's nice to kind of. I think it's different when you when you're a bit of a when you well when you're kind of a grown up because it's. Um, I was saying this to a mate the other day that Christmas is very intense now. It happens on one or two days, like when you were a kid or when you were in school or whatever. From November the 30th onwards when you kind of start practicing Christmas plays and all that kind of thing it's Christmas do you know what I mean there's a run up mm. now you kind of get like Christmas and then oh now Christmas is done you've seen yeah. more of them now piss off back to work <laughs> so it was nice to kind of just have that kind of unplugged day of I'm not going to do anything I'm just going to be Christmassy you know I'm just going to mm. do that and eat cheese Um, so that was good Um. The peaches, I don't know really. Um, Everton are fucking third in the league. I saw um, you doing well. God, absolutely slaying it, man. Yeah. Um, Who did you beat? Was it yesterday or the weekend or something? We beat. We well, we we did um, over the past four games. We did Leicester, Chelsea, and Arsenal, and then Sheffield United. Yeah. Um, uh, it was a good run, man. But we were supposed to be playing Man City yesterday, and they they decided that they didn't want to come because they had too many players with COVID. <laughs> And the Premier League fucking let them, even though the rules of the Premier League, even under the COVID circumstances, are if you've got 14 players, including under 23s, you are supposed to field a team. That's anyway, a fair point. You're too anyway. good, Johnny. How, how many more games you got? Oh, loads, man. I don't, so I don't you're think really going to get to the top of the board? We could. I, I mean, mathematically, it's possible, but... Probably very unlikely, but Everton just want to play in uh, in Europe next year, so that would be. Uh, Me too. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's that I've got along go with, out with Everton. Be there, warm yeah. Give us a lift, Carlo. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's just kind of you know. I, I also I love giving presents. I'm a, I'm a bit. I really enjoy. I, I'm not very good at receiving them because I never know what to do with my face. Even if I really like it, I always feel like I'm going. That's great. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> but I love I love giving presents, and um, it was nice to to give presents. Nice. Uh, and I helped my mother with the Christmas dinner as well. I made some killer stuff, and it was delicious. And Did my, you take uh, over? My fit. No, 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 no. It was a collaboration. Um, it was a, a collaboration. Our, our kid did the roasties, big ticket item. If you fuck them up, that's it. Christmas yeah, is true. Yeah. Uh, so now I did the stuff, and then I did my my, and I don't think I've ever cooked these for either of you guys. My honey roast carrots. They are fucking. Oh, nice. Animal. You don't really ever cook for us. I mean, you put, I mean, we've fucking, never really you put a sausage roll in the microwave for me once, but... <laughs> I didn't, Anna, have to show you how to use the microwave. Yep. That thing didn't make any fucking sense, so it's not It like was a microwave, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that complicated. <laughs> it is, that microwave at Tom's. There's, 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 there is a reason somebody gave a perfectly good working microwave away. That is a piece of rubbish, that. That uh, is yeah, awful. Fair, fair, fair enough, right. well... You, I turn it to 30 seconds and press go and it didn't go because you have to click some stupid settings button. Let's not uh, get on that. Uh, you got to have a fucking a... degree in fucking rocket science to be able to work a microwave at Tom's place. Fucking shit. Which is weird because Anna doesn't yet. She managed <laughs> to do it in about 10 seconds, which is so weird, isn't it? You know you know what's wonderful? Like how kind of almost like maternal Anna has to be around as well like Anna have you got a tissue Anna <laughs> I don't know how this works She's Anna can you steam mom. my clothes for me she was torn mum especially on winter's end yeah 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 she's great oh, for that but I mean like that was the thing was she wasn't she wasn't driving anywhere but she was in, just in the van with us so she was able to just kind of take on that role of making sure that we were all Sort of looked after Making we all sure had what we needed. Yeah, that was a, a task and a half, wasn't it? I mean, she was nearly not successful. <laughs> we, we were all like loading gear onto the stage as the last last band's finishing, and they're in the shower. It's like it's not how that works. <laughs> I love them girls. Oh yeah, they're just absolutely insanity, aren't they? But um, right, my lemon. Lemon, yeah. Who wants to wear my lemon? Have I got a lemon? Um, have I got a lemon? All right, I'm gonna just say tier five. I'm no Oxford's gonna go in tier five, and I don't know why. Yeah, I'm a, you're I've like so out of the way of everything, it, aren't right? you? We're in tier two, and our numbers are some of the best in the country, right? Mm. Uh, um, everyone roughly went at one fucking number. But I think because we were southeast, you went. We'll put them in tier four with the rest of the tip with the southeast. Southeast, yeah. west, aren't you? So, well, southeast, but I, we're pretty much south central. Yeah, yeah. So slightly you're, to the people I'd, say I'd southeast. I'd describe Oxford as the north of the south. Mm. Yeah, because mm. below just above us, and you start to get to Midlands, don't you? Or South yeah. Midlands. I mean, yeah. like you're, you're kind of you're kind of in the middle, which is what we we always say when we're getting together. Is Oxford's kind of a central yeah point. Yeah, it's very uh, you go like hour from London, hour from Birmingham. You can get to Liverpool and Manchester in about two and a half, three hours. You know, it's pretty easy. But mm. yeah, I don't know. We're going to tier five. So there's a bloody big lemon. 
I don't even know what tier five means, what tier four doesn't. I mean, at what point is it like you just can't leave the room? That's it. I know. Yeah, yeah. When is he just going to go? I fucked up. I, I, this hasn't worked. Aye. Imagine um, Christ. Peaches. Peach. Uh, I got a hug. My well, I got a well, sort of. Well, I got to see my gran. Nice. Um, <laughs> Uh, first yeah, time on virtually for quite a while. Yeah, that was a bit for me, and the kind of rigmarole of it. Like I had to stand in a ninety-minute queue to get my test, and like, you know, and you, you, like, you think, well, I can't leave. You know, I can't just not do it. You know, <laughs> it's hard, like, because like she only lives kind of basically over the road, really. But like, um, you sort of stand on doorsteps and chat or whatever every couple of weeks or whatever. But to actually, you know, have dinner or whatever is a bit. Um, yeah, it was. It was alright. It's good. Um, what else have I had? I'm older. You are, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Probably you're older now than when you said that last sentence. Yeah, definitely. I'm, tw- I'm 23 now. I'm getting old. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and um, have I got anything else? I feel like this has got to be something else. Oh, we've we've kind of we've kind of been brainstorming a few kind of tours and bouncing some stuff with with Barry and between us all, and so yes, I've got something to talk to you about afterwards. By the way, about that, so I'll put that as a peach. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> intrigued. Our post, uh, whatever you call this, filming, Pod, uh, just just podcast, post podcast, uh, yeah, chat. I'm a fan of old post podcast chats. It's it's a really yeah. the run. It's gone away. It's cleaner. I usually. Um, do it while while having a piss. Yeah, aye. That's the thing is, I have so much to drink during the podcast that we're all like, right, let's chat about stuff. But like, you'll have to listen to me having, having a piss while I'm doing it. Um, right, Go yeah. Um, lemon this week, just because I can't really think of, of much. Um, it's been especially cold in my room over the past few weeks because I have three outside walls i've got this wall is an outside wall the wall ahead of me is an outside wall and that wall is an outside wall and i'm above the garage and nothing else up top so it's literally like absolutely boiling hot in the summer freezing cold in the winter there's just no in-betweens um we've got a a nice heater that's like a fan heater so it really quickly heats up the room but it also like um sets anna off with with sneezing because it kind of dries her out um, so we can't have that on for very long. So there's been like a few nights where I've woken up and my nose, my throat's just been absolutely, you know, swelling and full of gunk because I'm I'm cold from waking up. Um, and we've tried last night using like we have a little oil radiator as well that we we put in the room. That didn't really work that well. So I'm trying to like navigate that situation and figure out how on earth we uh, make a room that's warm enough for us to be in you know because we've got the heated blanket that's great we, we sleep on on the heated blanket so everything that's like in the bed's fine but anything that's outside of the covers is just not okay yeah. um so that's that's my lemon um as far as peaches go I, I had a nice birthday and christmas so that's um that's good times um Anna got a, a weighted blanket for, for christmas um which is um it's just sort of yeah. I, we need to get one for Aaron. I was saying this because obviously Aaron uh, is uh, has had an instance of, of sleepwalking. So we I need did to, it uh... once after drinking a bottle of fucking bullet rye, and that's fucking strong. Yeah, I never still, done it, it as a kid. It's still worrying though. 
At least you didn't like take a piss on, on Tom's record player. Yeah. yeah. Everyone oh, who knows me knows I can't drink that much whiskey, and that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah you um, do know that. <laughs> and it's as I, I think, because I, I googled it right, because it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. It's a it weird was. fucking thing, right? Yeah. Uh, as if you go to sleep drunk, and as you start to sober, your part of your mind starts to think you're awake because you have more, like I guess, like awareness. Right. Uh, so I guess part of my brain thought I was awake and I was just walking about doing, uh, breaking into other people's units and setting yeah. alarms. On. Yeah. Like for me, it would be like, I would be weirded out by it, but it was the photo that would have set me off massively. Like seeing oh, yourself in a state where you stood up and, and like, you know, doing something, but you just weren't there for it. It's like, that's, the eyes are open. that's weird. Like, I don't like that. Um, so, uh, it, yeah. Um, but the way to blanket is, is, um, weirdly helping me sleep which is always a good thing i'm a fan of anything that helps me sleep better so that's peach two um uh, painkillers i gave you after we played in glasgow <laughs> yeah that, that's the thing is i can't really rely on uh could ride them or cord them all i mean to be fair painkiller sleeps are some of the absolute best sleeps i think i've ever had in my life but it, that's just a dangerous game to play isn't it when <laughs> When yeah. you're getting uh, well, a I'm, prescription. It's one of them that gives me real funky dreams. I can never remember which one it is. I think it's called Codiadromal. Mm. And it gives such weird dreams, man. Like really vivid, intense, bizarre, fucking Python-esque dreams. Uh, I guess my third one is that I've got some, I've got a couple of nice books for, for Christmas. So I'm looking forward to reading them. I, uh, one of them is it's a it's a book series called Thirty Three and a Third, and it's um a kind of book version of a making of an album. Um, so there's a couple that I want to get for you boys because um I've seen this one that on Exile on Main Street, and I need to find one for Johnny because I know you like Exile on Main Street. So, um, but I've got one for Andrew WK's album I Get Wet, which is one of my all-time favorite albums, which is quite a weird one because it's very upbeat and party rock, but um. I absolutely love that album. It's one of my all-time favourites, so it's nice to have a book about that. And I also got... Is it Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance? Is that what yes. it's... It's, um, it's a really good book, Matt. Yeah, I got a copy of that based on sort of your recommendation. Um, so I'm looking forward to, to getting into that and sort of have, having an experience with it, you know? Um, so yeah, those are my uh, my peaches. You'd be calling nice. David Ike, then. You are? <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad i, I didn't realize no, it was that, it's more about so it's kind of like a a guy just writing about his trip away in the 60s around america and it's more about so the zen part of it's more about taking back roads rather than main roads because you see people in suits on their way to work and when you're on you on the back road you kind of you know you kind of creating the life you want it's more about that right okay about, um mm. more I'm about definitely... like freedom in 1960s america and that kind of thing I'm all about mindfulness and that sort of thing, so um, yeah. be a good read, yeah. So um, one thing I will mention, we've got a bit of uh, admin to get to. Um, I deleted our album club playlist that we had on Spotify because um, I tried kind of curating it in, in a sense and, and shuffling it all, but it was just stressing me out because there were so many al albums already in there that I was trying to you know put in different orders so i've deleted that one made a new one so currently um it has or it will have um every album that we've done an album club shuffled randomly um so you can just hit play and there's random stuff 
Um, and then from now on, what I'll do is when I announce, well, when we announce what the next album club is, I'll put that on the bottom of the playlist, just add it straight in. And then once we've done it on album club, I will shuffle it into the, uh, the, the playlist. So um, go follow that because it currently doesn't have any followers because it's brand I need new. to follow that. Yeah, it's it's a good idea, isn't it? To make sure you actually remember to listen to it. Um, that's that's it for admin, I think. Uh, keep sending uh, your videos in for the dance video that is getting edited soon and will be released at some point this in month. Maybe fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, get your seventies clobber on and. Get dancing and send it over to uh, keylockthebandit gmail dot com. Um, other than that, I think that's it. So, um, happy New Year to everyone. Let's let's I make it a good one. The last one, eh? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week, and we'll see you on the other side.